This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, host of the original Southern Remedy, the show where I answer your medical questions. Subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on any podcasting app. Thanks for tuning in to Everyday Tech. This is Abram Nanny here with Sabir Abdul-Haq and Shane Chisholm. It was reported in late 2021 that over 109.4 million American households subscribe to at least one video streaming service. That's approximately 85% of Americans. And with the the direction of our current cultural advancement, we can only assume that those numbers are going to go up. But whatever happened to just buying a DVD or a vinyl record or just a book? Today we're going to talk about that and why physical media is important, but we're going to open the show by talking about the big new Apple event yesterday that they, for some reason, titled Wonderlust. But, so before we really get into it, though, let's check in with the guys. So Shane, Sabir, how are you guys doing, man? Uh, I'm doing good, dude. I, I know last week I told you I was currently looking to buy a vehicle at the worst time, and I did do that. I did buy a new vehicle, so woohoo me. Yeah, and, you're uh, sitting in it right I, now. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am. So my connection should be better and I won't be sweating as bad. So that's good. <laughs> hey, that's always good. Always good. And then uh, at work, we're, like the event said, uh, we like you said, we're getting ready for the Apple launch. There's a common misconception at my job that we know before everyone else. And I'm like, nah. We had people coming in yesterday yeah. asking to look at the phone already. And I'm like, we learn when y'all do. We, we are not right. Apple. We are just mm, a right. carrier. We carry their stuff. That's it. So that's all I've had really going on. What about you, Sabir? How, how, how dare you not have all the answers, Shane? How dare? I, I know. How dare me not know? Oh, <laughs> uh, man, just juggling a lot. Got a few projects trying to get off my plate. Just doing some aggressive time management, I guess you could say. Aggressive, aggressive time management. Trying to get a few things done. Um, but this is kind of how it goes. That's kind of how it goes, you know. Yeah. That's that's what's happening in my world. And that, let my wife tell it. That's uh. <laughs> That's par for the course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, I I am doing all right, but if you can't hear, I am the only one in studio today. I'm oh. I'm lonely. I'm scared. This is the first time for me. Oh my! <laughs> oh, <I get> <laughs> yeah. Well, Don't be. stop. <laughs> um. So, what do you guys for for people that did not watch it? What what is you guys' first impression about the new Apple announcement? I'll go first. Boring to me, <laughs> honestly. Uh, they were so focused on it just being eco-friendly stuff, which that's cool. I'm all about save the environment. But I can't name you three software things they changed for the new iPhone. Mm-hmm. I can't name any software. I can name a couple hardware, but like no software changes that we haven't seen before. At least maybe I just blacked out and didn't pay attention. Yeah, that's I, more likely. I didn't. Yeah, more likely. Sabir, did you watch it? That's all I took away from it. I'm, I'm an Android user. I'm too busy enjoying all the space that I have to run my apps regularly. There you so, go. I'm always going to take my shots against Apple. So. But no, um, I did see it pop up in some of my news feeds and everything. Uh, sometimes it's it's a lot like what happens in gaming culture when they do a patch. And then you look and all they've done is made it sharper or made the image sharper yep. or you know, someone's t-shirt has a different letter on it. I, 
I mean, you know, it's it's good to have things, and I do appreciate, in all seriousness, I do appreciate when uh, manufacturers give a lot of love and do things right by uh, making sure that things are, you know, tip-top and up, up to snuff for users. So I, on his face, I'd give Apple that. That's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like what, my initial. What did you think, Abram? My initial thing was like the first thing that they premiered was talking about uh, that little safety feature short, um, which I thought was really cool. They did a little, kind of like a short film, a little bit almost about how some people were celebrating birthdays that they would not have had had it not been for an Apple feature, like their iPhone warning them of a crash detection. Like there was one example of a lady who her apple watch detected her high heart rate so she was rushed into the hospital and had to uh give birth like really quickly uh because of the apple watch that told her that so i thought that was really cool if you if you don't go back and watch the whole thing the whole 90 minute premiere um i would the the first minute and a half was really cool yeah okay well, that's, that's interesting, like, especially the fact that, you know, of course, the, you know, with her own settings and her health settings, her watch knows yeah. she's pregnant. I mean, that, that, that's, that's both scary and efficient at the same time. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, glad that, uh, I'm glad that there was no kind of serious issue and, you know, that there was no issues from that. And hopefully she had a, a healthy birth. Yeah, for sure. And there, there was, I mean, there was that example, and then there's also like four, five, six other different examples and stories that they told of these uh, Apple users that were basically whose lives were saved because of Apple features. So, well done on that, Apple. I I do appreciate Mm -hmm. that. That was cool. Um, What about, so the first thing that they showed after that was the Apple Watch Series 9. Um, So, some new features that they had on that. Uh, I've just got, I'm just going to run down everything real quick. So they have new precision finding, a new double tap feature. It's twice as bright. Um, they doubled down on their net zero climate impact uh, by 2030 promise. Uh, so it's carbon neutral. Um, so basically, to narrow all that down, the precision finding is if you lost your iPhone that is connected to your Apple Watch, It'll mm-hmm. tell you, it'll basically play like a hot and cold game with you. It'll tell you it's this direction and you're five feet away from it. And that that's kind of neat. Yeah, you could already ping it, but now it gives you like distance. So that is pretty wild. Yeah, it, it sounds like a that's fun game to play though. Yeah, and to, to touch back on the double tap, because I don't really know if you like, some people might not get it. You can actually just tap your finger to your thumb. Like you don't tap the watch at all. It's like you're do like a little tap thing with your finger to your thumb to answer a call or respond to something. That's, that's crazy to me. That is wild. It, it like has like haptic sensors or something that detect when your yeah. finger touches your thumb. Touches your, it's, it's wild. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's very like, like, uh, that's almost like kind of paramilitary things. Like, I, like, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if either of you watched the TV show Lioness, but they had to do that for the extraction uh, for a hot extraction that happened on last week's episode, where she had to do just oh, that, wow. she did that same thing. Oh, cool. you know, yeah, and bleeding edge, well, you cool. know, Jack Bauer, Jack Bauer type stuff. Yeah, that's some Jason Bourne type stuff. <laughs> that that's <laughs> such like a weird new technology. Like I don't fully understand how that works, but it's cool. Uh, the Series Nine oh, is you just something in your wrist. Yeah, yeah. 
the the series nine is uh opening price is three ninety nine three three hundred ninety nine so technology if, is so high technology <laughs> <costs> <laughs> yeah I think of what that thing's doing though especially it's got the cellular stuff in it where you can use it not around your phone that's that's some crazy right. Mm-hmm. right. Well, me and uh, Jason were talking about it the other day. He said that like phones are like your in your top five bills nowadays. Like you've got your your home, your car, and then like student loans or college if you have those, and then like your home, your phone and internet is like your next biggest bill. Which if if it's not for you, uh, don't don't call in and be upset with me about that. <laughs> but that's just the the fact of the matter for some people. Um, I think it, it is. Well, I mean, it's something that you said that about the you know big bills because I mean, just technology is so you know cost so doggone much. I always told myself I'm not going to uh, get a note on anything I can't live in or drive. But then when they you go in to get a cell phone, no offense. You go and get a cell phone. Oh, yeah, you're not hurting my feelings. You got you to gotta put it, you gotta put it uh, on a plan and pay this much a month. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm not spending $1,000 a month. It's crazy. So to go on what we were talking about, you know, I bought a car. It's almost like buying a vehicle when you go to get a phone. They run your social. You do all this stuff, like these checks, right. and they run your credit. And it's, it's like right. buying a vehicle now because yeah. right. they're so expensive. And there's not many things that you buy now that you sign a contract for. Like, you have to do that with your phone. Uh-huh. That's that's pretty crazy to me. Um, the Apple Watch Ultra 2 was also announced. It uh, The opening price will be $799. Um, it also has precision finding in the double tap. It's three times as bright as the old Apple Watch Series 8 was. Um, and it can do, like, underwater. It can go underwater, and it can be, like, up in high altitudes. It they made it seem like it was for like the adventurous Mount Everest hikers that, that need something to hey. detect where they're going, hey, which I have the, do I what? have the ultra one and I don't use any, I have the ultra one watch and I don't use any of those features. Yeah. I just like it for the big face. Yeah. yeah. It is almost the same watch now. That's it. I got you. I, I, got you. I, I have not got, I mean, my wife has her Apple watch and she uses it for nursing. So, I mean, so a lot of stuff that they do is just absolutely crucial for what she does. Um, so, yeah, she, she loves it and she uses it religiously. But uh, let me um, – I, I, I definitely watch, you know, when she's getting into it. But I'm, I'm, I've got my nice little Samsung gear that I'm wearing right now. It's Samsung watch. <laughs> I'm a trader. <laughs> <laughs> well, they also so – cool, though. Yeah, it it is some neat stuff. And then they, of course, the big one that everyone was waiting for, the iPhone 15 and the iPhone 15 Plus, which are $799 and $899 respectively. So these these new phones are twice as bright as the old ones. Uh, There's five different glass colors that comes with it. The new camera, they harped on that a lot, like the the new improved 24 millimeter 48 millimeter camera. I don't even I don't even fully understand the optics of it, but it is quite crazy. Um, the battery life is longer, the, or the plus battery life is longer, not the, not just the iPhone 15, the iPhone 15 plus battery life is longer. Um, uh, the voice isolation thing, did you see that part, Shane? Yes. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So basically, so they, they did an example of it where this lady was out on like a busy street and she was talking and you could hear a bunch of background noise. And then she's like, hold on, let me 
fix this, and she presses a button, and then all coming through is her voice. So I thought that was pretty. That's I don't know. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, I, I'd have to see it in action to really be impressed. But okay, that's pretty cool. Um, and okay. the big thing is that the USB-C is now official to iPhone 15. Word. Finally, okay. finally. I love how they it. left. I love how they tried to make it so like they didn't have to do that. They just decided to do oh, it. There wasn't yeah. any laws or anything that went in to make them have to do that. They tried to make it sound so convenient for us that they did that. Not that they had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, it was regulated that they had to uh, do the uniform yeah. USB-C, which is, if you're listening and you're not sure of that, the USB-C is like the Android. That's what the Android charges on. That's yeah. what your Mac charges on. That's what your iPad charges on. Uh, that same wire can plug into your iPhone now. And it's not the, what is it, the lightning strip or something that they called it? Yeah, the lightning the lightning port is now done. Yes. It's, it's it a, is gone. It is, now. It it is gone. gone. Yeah. What are they going to do with yeah, it'll be gone after the... Oh, I guess you just have to use lightning port until you move on forward. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. that's the way it seems. Um, and then... Like yeah. the, uh, the USB mini that has a T for Android. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, micro. It's like when micro USB went to USB C. It's very similar. We just That's took longer as iPhone people did. <laughs> right. And the last things that they talked about were the iPhone 15 Pro, which is 999, and iPhone 15 Pro Max, which is 1199. So those God are bless. those are getting up there. Yeah. Um, those bad boys can shoot in 4K 60 frames per second. That's insane. Mm-hmm. You know how unreal that is. That is unreal. That's insane. Yeah, and it looks like the you spend like two thousand dollars yeah. on cameras that can do that. Now you can just get it in your phone. You can get it in your phone and be good to go. Mm-hmm. Make phone. Yeah, with your iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and I used to love that from the old iPhone commercials that people would be filming their whole thing like someone was digging a grave and having dirt tossed on them and everything. And it, <laughs> it was I love that they they you know you could film a whole oh, thing. yeah amazing that's freaking amazing yeah. Well, they they added uh, the new 4K 60. That's wild. Um, they're gonna. It looks like they're focusing on gaming. So, like, you can play Resident Evil and Assassin's Creed on the when when that releases next year on the iOS store, which yeah. are like oh, console unreal. games. Like, you need a computer to play it, and now you can yeah. play it on your iPhone. Um, mm. And they got a new action button that's gonna have that's uh, gonna improve quality of life. Instead, it's gonna replace where the uh, the ring silent switch was. Um, so, I mean, a lot of, a lot of just like quality of life changes, um, yeah. but nothing, nothing too huge other than yeah. like, to me, I think the biggest thing was the double tap uh, with the Apple watch. I thought that was cool. And anything that'll make things. I would agree. I re- oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Shane. Go ahead. Oh, I was saying I'd agree with the double tap that it was, it was probably the coolest feature that they added. I think that, the fact that you have smart watches now, I think one of the most important things that people can have just for their own safety is the ability to be able to do a key combination or whatever and be able to send the SOS message. Because this day and age, unfortunately, where safety is more and more an issue, you can go ahead and do a quick double tap and tell people your location, leave a small message, uh, all those different things. Because, I mean, that's important, especially for kids, you know, that's really important. And I'm, I'm glad that if they're finding different ways, like the haptic things with your fingers, the, the finger keys, that's that's really helpful. And anything I'll do to you know keep things safety, I'm all safe. I'm all for it. So that's that's cool. And, and 
as much as I've been kind of ragging, you know, Apple Watch and everything else, that sounds amazing that they're doing these different things for folks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is pretty much the whole presentation for, for Apple. <laughs> and so if you didn't want to watch the 90-minute the video, there it is in about 20 and we've been talking about the new Apple feature, and we have a caller who called in about the voice isolation feature that we talked about. John, how's it going? It's going good. I'm up in uh, Chicago right now. I'm a truck driver. And, uh, yeah, when they came out with voice isolation, I started toying around with it uh, because I get around a lot of loud machinery. I load a lot of heavy equipment. I'm a heavy hauler, so I haul all sorts of things, but... Sometimes you go into some of these shops and they're so loud. Well, I did a little test with my wife. I called her up one day and I was standing next to a 50-ton press, which was just slamming parts out. Just It was so loud that without earplugs, you couldn't even hear yourself scream. And I did the voice. I, I called her, talked to her without the voice isolation. The second I turned it on, she said she could no longer hear anything other than my voice, and that was standing two feet away from a 50-ton press. That's insane. What, so, is this, what is this on? What were you using that had the voice isolation? Uh, I have an iPhone uh, uh, shoot, 13 uh, Pro Max, uh, but it works on her phone as well. So, for instance, she called me, and she just had a cheap little $10 Dollar General earbud set. And when she turned her voice isolation on, it did the exact same thing. So in essence, it took a very, now I have an expensive headset, but she doesn't. Uh, but it took just that cheap, crappy little $10, $15 earbud and turned it into a high-end earbud because the voice isolation and the clarity was amazing. And it made that big of a difference just being able to use that. So there's, yeah, there's three different options. There's standard voice isolation, which you literally have to be right next to that microphone for it to pick up your voice. Otherwise, it cuts all other noise out, including voices. Um, you have to be within a certain range of the microphone. And then you have wide range, which, so let's say you're having, uh, you put it on speakerphone for everybody to hear and talk in a group. Uh, wide range allows the microphone to pick up everything. So... It's pretty amazing. It's been out for a little while. Um, I think it came out with the uh, 16 operating system when it first came out, the iOS 16. And I have fell in love with it. I, it's, it's just an amazing add-on. I love it. Yeah, for sure. That would have been useful when I was working construction. I wish I'd have known about that. Uh, Sabir, you're, an, you're a Samsung guy. So does, does Samsung have voice isolation? They do. It's like a... It's a noise cancellation kind of deal. Um, I think that the better thing that they use is, is most calls that are coming not speakerphone, they come out really clear. Versus if you were to do it via speakerphone, it's going to be a completely different thing. Right. Shane, have you yeah, used that's it? Like the Air, yeah, the AirPod Pros have what's called spatial audio, and then you have noise canceling. So that's kind of similar. Okay. Similar. Okay. I thought this was a brand new thing. Well, thanks for your call, John. You got it. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's that's super helpful for people in industrial settings or just uh, loud in general backgrounds. Um, so I think um, I think that is a, a a great advancement for uh, those people that are in in need of such a situation. 
Yep. And the fact that he said that he was able to do that with like he's he's two feet away from like a big piece of heavy machinery and it still worked, that's impressive. Yeah. I, well think about us on here through the Skype call. It would help us through this. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. Tom. Well why why don't you guys do that next time? That would be perfect. Well you know, I'm trying my <laughs> best here, man. I'm trying my best. Yeah. Well, Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say real quick, like I'd have to if we did like a call, like a like a regular call. If I had done it off my phone, it, there is a marked difference between if I were to go ahead and do it from you know like a computer or over a headset or whatever. It, the, these phones, they try to make the call clarity because the whole the, the the main part of smartphone is phone. No. And it's wild because like, I mean, like you said, like it, it, it is mostly still a phone. And even though they're trying to, you know, improve gaming on the iPhone and they're giving better cameras and like you could probably make a, a full 4K movie now on your phone, but you still like people need it for phone calls and they're even improving that as well. So that's good. Yeah. There's actually a horror movie that's filmed entirely on an iPhone. I don't know if you've I, heard of it, Abram. I, it's insane. That whole movie is filmed on an iPhone. That's right. I saw that. I've seen that before. Yeah, that or I've saw. I haven't watched the movie, movie but I you saw. can buy it on Blu-ray if you're ever interested because in it's not streaming anywhere anymore. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I just hope that, like, as we keep moving forward, we like the quality of life can only get better. I hope. Um, oh, it can. Yeah. It'll get, it'll keep going up. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio with myself, Abram Nanny, and with Shane Chisholm and Sabir Abdul-Haq. If you have questions at any time, email the show at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We've been talking about the new Apple products, and it certainly seems like they're going to have a significant impact on streaming with the new 4K screens and better OLED uh, displays. Um, and they've taken many steps to try to improve the efficiency of streaming on an iPhone because, like I said from the beginning, streaming digital media is only becoming a bigger part of our lives. But what does that mean for physical media? With digital media becoming more prevalent, does that subtract from the success of actually buying a physical movie or book or video game? Now, Shane, I know you're a big fan of physical media, so what what do you buy? Oh, man. Physically, I buy... Everything that is any form of media, I probably buy it physically, like vinyl records, 4K movies, Blu-rays, video games. If there's a physical form of it, that's the way I like to buy it. Like, I don't very much, very rarely do I buy a digital anything. It's just not for me. It's like, it doesn't look as good. It's just, there's so many reasons for me not to buy it digitally, just to be honest. Yeah, for sure. Sabir, what do you think? Do you invest in any physical media? Well, physical media, every now and then, yeah. Uh, basically, though, I will basically run. <laughs> we talked, what was that, a couple of shows ago, talking about the library? Mm-hmm. I will go ahead and rent a book. I just got finished reading book four of The Expanse. Uh, and mm-hmm. when I compare it, I mean, sometimes you're able to compare the original media, the original story. I just read book four. I felt so satisfied. I'm about to jump on book five. But when they had the expanse running on uh, Sci-Fi and on uh, Prime, Amazon Prime, I'm running. I'm like, wait a minute, that didn't happen. So uh, I really do enjoy physical media, and I think reading is something that we have to instill upon in our kids. Those of us that are dads or moms that are listening, 
Um, you want to be able to get kids into the joy of actually having physical media. Audiobooks are good when you're driving and stuff like that or on the go. But, I mean, you don't can't beat physical media. Streaming is cool for family nights when you're on the go. But, yeah. I got to jump in here, Sabir, because... You talking uh, about monks? And, and Shane, sorry about that, but uh, I am a physical book along with the audio book um, a reader, you know, that way. Because I will not rely on my own reading skills because they will put me in, in into a nice little sleep. You double up. They will put me in a nice little sleep. So if I have like a great a great narrator and I can follow along old school style with my finger on the page. <laughs> that's how, that's how I consume some great uh, physical media. <laughs> oh yeah. What were you saying? Right. Shane? Y'all talk, y'all were talking about books. Now, my wife uh, is a huge reader and she says there's something about just holding the book versus like using a Kindle or an audio book. It's something exactly. special about holding the book and seeing the pages and seeing the words. She just describes it as a whole different type of thing other than hearing it or reading it on a Kindle or something. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's just a good... Yeah. We have a caller on the line who I think agrees with us. Uh, Chico in Oxford, what have you got? What do you What do you think about the glory of physical media? Well, good morning, y'all. I'm a large, big-time voting participant and participant of physical media. Um, books, records... Books, and the, I think a, a good example to, to illustrate it with books is Yankee Stadium. Um, I love books. And I think digital books are great, too. I think they do a, a good thing. I think they provide a good service. I love Yankee Stadium. Um, the old Yankee Stadium was fantastic. The new Yankee Stadium is what Yankee Stadium in the 21st century should be. But I still prefer the old Yankee Stadium, and that would be books. But I'm glad the new Yankee Stadium is there, is there too. You know, I, I wish there were still both. Um, and also with books, with physical books, you get bookstores. You know, right here in Mississippi, we've got some of the greatest independent locally owned bookstores in America, starting with Square Books around the corner here in Oxford. People go in there because it gives them life, because there are bookmongers working there that know their business and can direct people to what they want and what they're looking for. And it's a it's a cultural community center of Oxford. Across the square, it's the same kind of story at uh, the end of all music record stores. You know, I, I'm used to, like, if I'm at a Bruce Springsteen show, all the people around me are smiling and they're in a good mood. Well, when, when I go in um, at the end of all the music, all the people are smiling and they're in a good mood because they're in a record store. And it's the same kind of thing that a bookstore is. It's a community center. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said about the experience of still just going into a store and experiencing, you know, browsing and seeing other people that have the same interest as you. Um, and maybe you both find someone that are, maybe you're both looking for the same book or looking for the same movie or whatever. There's something to be said about experiencing the same thing with other people. Yeah. Like you said, a community, 
it makes it way easier. It makes it more fun too. They can even interest you in stuff that you didn't know you'd be interested in because I just tell you about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Looking at physical media. Yeah. So thanks to that, Chico. We appreciate that call. Um, so a lot of a lot of physical media is uh is just not popular anymore. There's a few things that are returning, but there's there's just stuff that is just going away. Like for example, the the sale of DVDs and Blu-rays have halved in the past five years. This, so like fifty percent of what they used to be in the past five Jeez. years. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but one thing that I did think was interesting was the sale of books, which have maintained a general median with audiobook sales stacking on top of that. So you would think that like when books, when audiobooks came around, like I thought that it would replace somewhat what books were you know it would replace that part of the audience but instead book readers still read books and then another audience is listening to audiobooks so that that's that's pretty interesting to me and uh but could you could you imagine uh could you guess the the one cell the the one thing of physical media that is coming back vinyl vinyl records that's easy i figured you would say vinyl yeah, it's vinyl. Vinyl is it's why it's so hard to come by now. Like when bands release their albums on vinyl, they sell out so fast. Oh yeah, it, it's they, the they sell right. out of them quick. It, it, it's it's the new hip thing to do. Like the it's up from next to zero sales. Fifteen years ago, there was next to zero sales, uh, and now they sell forty million plus units in a year, which is wild that it in, did that in in fifteen years that that changed so much. Which I mean, that's nowhere near what it used to be. But yeah, you can go buy a vinyl yeah. record player in Walmart. Yeah, like, we. That's how. That's how you know it's a hip thing, hip and cool. Yeah, I think I bought mine at Hobby Lobby. And then right, and they found a way to be able to go ahead and set it so that you can uh, start as you recording or as you recording, you can record it to a phone or record it digitally now. So even if you're on the go, I mean, record records just have a better sound, in my opinion. But it is good. It is good they're getting back to it. Yeah, for sure. Um, CDs. The sales of CDs went from near one billion units in the year two thousand down ninety five percent to near approximately fifty million units in twenty twenty one. Now, Abram, answer me this question: Where can you buy a CD? I that's could not tell you. (laughs) That's why they Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, you're gonna find Taylor Swift stuff like that. Well, that's what does do CDs. Well, that's what the the article I was reading said is that like due to Taylor Swift and Adele and BTS, like the it actually had a jump from 2020 to 2021. CD sales went up. This is the one year that that happened in the past 20 years. Wow! Mostly, if you're into specific artists too, their CDs CDs will be on their website. You can order them from their website and stuff too. Yeah, if you're big into it, right? And then Abram, like you said, you said it was what BTS and Taylor Swift they mm-hmm. dropped in the same year. So I guess it also depends on your uh, demographic and just the type of um, artist that you are, because you know you have some right. who were catering only to those people who stream and you know drop songs on SoundCloud. But if you have those, uh, if you have the, that fan base that you know likes a CD, a tangible product, then I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. And I mean, you can say what you will about those fan bases, but they they are the loyalist of fan bases. They're they're die hard. They'll go to the grave 
for for Taylor Swift and BTS. Yeah. yeah. Swifties yeah, also a lot of time. Go ahead. No, I'm done. You got you got some beer. Well, I would say like a lot of times they'll also at, at a live performance, some of these folks they write their selling their CDs. Or and it doesn't even have to be like a like you know, like a particular genre. It, I've, I've been to open mic jams where right after the performance they'll have the TV, the, the CD sitting right there and sell them five, ten dollars a pop. So, yeah. 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 And I think they, that's probably uh, that's probably a good bit of where the sales come from is self-production from that. And then lastly, uh, the big one that came to my mind was video games. Uh, sales in video games went from 80% physical in 2009 down to less than 6% in 2022. Yeah. Which I'm not what shocked by that. It is It is what awful. Yeah. And now you got Game Pass and stuff like that. You can play games for free digitally downloading them. Right. You know, you pay for that right. service. You can just download those games for free. $10 a month, you got so many games you can play for free. Yeah. People really eat that and up. What was, the, what was the name of that uh, Google? Wasn't it called the Stadia? Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the the short-lived Google Stadia. Yeah, it was all digital. Yeah, it was all digital. Oh my God, everything was digital. And then yeah, you, it, it didn't even matter what platform. You could play a PlayStation mm-hmm. game. You could play a Google uh, uh, Xbox game. You could play a PC only game and just play it right there. That actually was interesting. Yeah, and I mean, like, and yeah. didn't didn't Xbox a few years ago try to release a digital only uh, console? Like, there there wasn't even yeah, going to be a game port. Yeah, they got flamed almost immediately for that. Oh my yeah. god! Uh, people were pretty much yeah. People pretty much they had pretty bad backlash on that one. And then uh, they were going to let you use other people's games either. Management. Right? Yeah, the digital rights management thing. Yeah, like, yeah that was a whole ordeal. Yeah, if Shane had a game and said, "Hey man, let me go ahead and borrow it right quick," I, I yeah, couldn't play it. You couldn't. No, no. I don't. I don't know if you're old enough to remember that happening, Abram. But that was like when the Xbox One was about to come out. That was like the thing. And it took some hard backlash. How, like how, Sony even had like a, how we share video games, making fun of Xbox. Right. How old? How old do you think I am, Shane? How, or how young? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you remember that. I don't. I don't think you remember that. I, I, I bet you don't remember. I remember right. the group chat when that I, was happening. <laughs> you weren't in the group and, chat when that happened. And the real, and not to go down that rabbit hole too much. Remember, Shane, it was going during Watch Dogs. Yeah, so, for, the, for the for the for the step for anybody that doesn't know anything about Watch Dogs, it's all about technology revolution. So yeah. for you to go ahead and put digital rights management on a game that's dealing with technology revolution, you ticked off a lot of people. Oh yeah, the the Speaking wrong fan base. The, uh, I don't know where your next topic was going, Abram, but we're talking about you know DVD sales being down so much. We were talking about this about how Matt damn on the Hot Ones show, the interview show, was talking about now they can't make movies that he likes to make because they used to, if the movie didn't do well in theaters when it came out on DVD, they relied on the DVD sales. And it was basically like the movie was re-premiering because they had so many DVD sales. So you could justify making these like a little bit more independent love story movies then because they made all this money from DVD sales and now he can't take risks like that anymore on movies. You should yeah. watch that interview. Yeah, absolutely. I really should. It, yeah, you should because it'll explain to you how important that DVDs are for the movie industry, and that's why you know people now say movies suck now. Well, nobody's buying the DVDs or Blu-rays to justify people making movies that might not interest everyone. Um, 
And there's one more thing um, that everybody's that we're talking about, and Chico brought it up with um, with community. I know when it came to video games, and even when it came to DVDs, you know, everybody was working on a limited budget. So hey, I'll get the Madden, you get the 2K, and mm-hmm. then we can swap. You know, in the front yard, or you know, you go All get right, this right. game, and I go get that game, and then we can swap because you know they like sixty dollars a pop, fifty five dollars a pop. And you know, I can only get one. Yeah. Okay, well, you go get the other, and then we can we can swap games like yeah. that. You don't have that kind of community with that, uh, you know, with everybody just downloading at the house. And then if you download it, it's bound to your account. So your friend would have to sign into your personal account to download the game. Right. And I remember when uh, I don't know, I don't know, I know Sabir. Remember, Abram, you probably will too. You could tell when digital was becoming big. Because midnight releases for games were so small. You would go mm-hmm. into a midnight right. release for a game, there would be like no one there because they're all digitally downloading it the night of. And right. you're at the midnight premiere right. with like right. 20 other people, or it used to be like 120 or 130 people for Halo and stuff. And now it's like, nope, right. you sit at the house and download it digitally. It might as well. You just sit back at the house with yeah. a hardwire connection and just do yep. it. And then, yep. and, and, and right now you have the situation where you got big games like Fortnite, um, you yep. know, different Call of Duties. Everything is now, they done got smart and said that we're going to go ahead and do free to play. Yep. That's that's probably a, a discussion for another thing, for another, wow. for another episode. The whole idea about how they've monetized games. Yep. You can do a whole episode on free to play. Right, right, right. Explain this, Sabir. I'm, I'm, I'm a novice. What, what is free to play? Okay, no problem. Well, good. Shane, you want to start, and I'll try to help out. Uh, so, free, like, so, like he said, Fortnite. Fortnite costs you zero dollars to play. You can go download Fortnite. You don't have to have the subscription to play online or anything. The game is completely free, and there, the only thing that you could pay for in the game is like skins for your character, like costumes for your character. Characters from TV shows and movies. You, that's the only thing you pay for. The game itself is completely free. There's no cost to it whatsoever. As long as you have an internet connection and a console, you can play that game completely for free for endless hours, as much as you want. And I think even the new Call of Duty is like Warzone. Aren't those free? Yeah. I'm pretty sure those are free. Warzone's free. Warzone's free. Right now, we're coming. when you're looking at streaming, uh, you're coming to a whole different era right now where when it comes to looking at gaming, like video games. Uh, they they they've got the game like Shane was just saying the games are absolutely free. If you actually pay for a multiplayer person versus person game, that actually is being faded out. That's being completely faded out, phased out. Everybody's going to a free game and it's all streaming. And like Shane said, like you'll go ahead and get certain customizations, you'll get certain looks and characters and dances that cost money. That's where they get their money from. So that's where, you know, instead of back in the day, you paying the $55 up front, bing, bada boom, that's it. They want me to put my credit card in, and then I pay $10 here, $20 there, $40 here, $10 here. And next thing you know, I'm looking at where did this $200 into this one <laughs> video game come from? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I saw a tweet the other day of someone. I, I saw someone. uh tweeting about how hype they were for NBA 2K24 and the they had bought all the packs like the coins like all the bonus packages and stuff and it was like $1200 that they spent on one game 
Yeah, and what's crazy is you still have to physically pay. You have to still pay money to buy that game and then spend money on the in-game currency. So, like, you're paying for the game and then the in-game currency for the NBAs and the Maddens and stuff. Yeah. Right. So we've talked a little bit about like the pros and cons of physical versus digital media, but what happens once you are you have something digitally and then they just stop providing the service for it? And I don't know if you guys remember, but in June 2019, Netflix announced that they were removing The Office from their platform by the end of 2020, at which point people absolutely panicked because how are they going to watch their mm-hmm. favorite show? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I remember. And this was this was before Peacock was officially announced and became like a a, yeah. a, a big thing, um, so people didn't know right. that it was eventually going to land on Peacock, and mm-hmm. they they didn't know how they were going to watch it unless they had the physical copies of it. Yeah, right. My feelings were hurt. And, 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 and the, the, that's the way how it works when you we're looking at again talking about physical versus streaming. When you look at things like that, uh, I'm sure NBC didn't plan on doing Peacock. And now it's free if you have an Xfinity, if you're an Xfinity mm-hmm. customer. So, uh, so I mean, I think that this day and age, when you're trying to go ahead and get a lot of things like that, it's 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 it's, it's helpful until someone gets the idea to start their own streaming service, as in the case with NBC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Very similar to The Office, you know, like Nintendo, Sony. And Microsoft, those servers where you bought like your 360 games, your PS3 games, Nintendo DS and 3DS games, those can't last forever. They, they can't sit there forever yeah. with all your purchased content on there. Eventually, that stuff gets shut down. And if you don't have those games downloaded onto your device, when it shuts down, you will never get those games again that you paid for because the things are shut down. You can't get into the markets anymore. That's a big deal with gaming and physical on and those things. Yeah, I mean, like, there's so many games that, like, will release, like, indie developers indie developers will put something on Game Pass or something or on Steam, and then they just remove it, and then it's gone. And, like, you can't play it anymore. Even if it was your favorite game, it's just gone. It's gone forever. That was a big deal with Scott Pilgrim, the game, because those licenses ran out all those years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, luckily, now you have companies like uh, Limited Run and stuff. Yeah, like, Limited Run right, and stuff put right. that game out physically, and it was their number one selling game ever. Because if people wanted it so bad and they hadn't had it in years. Right. And, and one thing, it, it almost seems like streaming becomes uh, a necessity to be able to get quick or long money while you have a lot of stuff or when it changes like platforms. But then once you start running out or it becomes more of a commodity, it's no longer seen on streaming and you got physical copies like what you're saying. Or, or if it is streaming, it's in limited supply. So... That's interesting. Supply and demand a whole different way. Yeah, absolutely. Any, any, we got just a little bit left. Any final thoughts on physical media and like what happens when your digital media gets removed? Oh man, I, I'm just, you know me uh, personally, the audience doesn't, but I'm always going to be a physical media person over digital. Unless that's the only way I can get the item digitally to support something. I'll do it to support the art, but I'm always going to be a physical person. Same here. I mean, I've got my shows. I got my things that I like, but I'm, I'm going to go get the book. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so if you want to support your artists, your favorite artists, your publishers, buy the physical media. That'll that'll give them a more direct line of support. 
that's going to wrap us up for the day. Thanks, Sabir and Shane, for helping myself and our callers out. If you missed any of the show, make sure you listen back to it on your favorite podcasting app or download the MPB Public Media app. Everyday Tech is brought to you by Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio. And uh, and from generous contributions from listeners like you, our show today was engineered by Java Chapman. Call screener was Liz Gill. I've been your host, Abram Nanny, and also the podcast producer. Thanks for tuning in and stay tuned for Dr. Jimmy right here on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.